Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southeast Striper Report with Henry Cowan. How you doing, Henry? Good evening, Marvin. How are we doing out there? How's things up in uh, How's things up in uh, the Carolina area? I'm living the dream, Henry. Well, good. Yeah. No, I would say we're in good shape here. I think kind of like what your your weather is even better than ours. I mean, we've had kind of a nasty spell, a really cold, rainy weather. Uh, luckily missed most of the really bad weather that hit the country, but uh, I think we're getting ready to glide into the early part of spring here pretty soon. Well, we are this week. We are. Um, we actually are going to hit. Um, we're going to hit sixty uh, tomorrow, and we're going to be as high as sixty-eight through the end of the week. So we're getting a warm up finally. Here we are, end of February, um, and we're getting a warm up. And you couldn't have gotten it at a better time for us, Marvin, because. Um, not only are we getting a warm up, but we're coming on to, uh, this month's full moon, which is Saturday the 27th. And, uh, when you, you know, anytime, and you and I have talked about this many times about how fishing around the moon phases can, it's putting a chip on your side of the table for better fishing. And so you want to fish six, seven, eight days out from the full moon. I love the upside of the full moon. That's my favorite. So the moon is Saturday the 27th. So today through the rest of the week should be really good uh, fishing if you want to go for stripers and, and the likes, hybrids, you know, here in the southeast. That should really be a, uh, you know, a, a good moon phase to get the bite accentuated a little bit. And you combine that with a little bit of a warm-up. And once again, that just makes that bite even a little more special. And if we get a prefrontal overcast couple of days towards the end of the week, which is what they're expecting, um, you know, you've just rung the bell. So that, that's as good as it gets. Yeah. And for folks that don't know, what's the, uh, what does the moon phase do to make the fishing better? Well, they, they're just more active on the moon. You know, it's the gravitational pull on the moon, um, from the moon to the earth. And, and what that does is we all know, like in deer hunting, when you're on the rut, the rut is usually on one of the moon phases as well. You just get a lot more movement, uh, wildlife movement on the moon phases, whether it's the new moon or the full moon. So I always try to plan my trips for my clients. When somebody calls me up, the first thing I do is I, I try to look at the best moon phase, and that's the first chip that I put on their side of the table. Then we hope we get the light winds and the overcast and the prefrontal and all those other things that you know we can't control. But one of the things we can control is picking a good moon phase date. And, and fish are just active. They just feed more when you're around that new and the full moon. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't feed when we're off the moons, but they just it, they just feed better when we're on the moons. Not the day of the moon. I don't like to fish the day of, but I like to fish just before, just after on both sides of both the new and the full. So we're coming up to a full moon end of February, and just to give you an idea, I had somebody um, in one of the North Georgia reservoirs, not my reservoir, but somebody in the North Georgia reservoirs posted on Instagram that they got nine stripers into the teams that they posted today. Uh, and here we are once again, five days from the full moon. And I, I like six to eight days before the full moon to get that bite going. And I, I happen to know for a fact that that impoundment where they caught the fish um, has not been fishing great, as is most of them lately haven't been. But all of a sudden, we got a little bit of a warm-up. We're on the moon, and bang, it set it off. So 
I expect we'll see that throughout the Southeast uh, this week. Yeah, very good. And we do have a question, Henry, from Ethan, and it's a tackle question. And he wanted to know if you could only fish one sinking line for stripers and you fished in both lakes and rivers, and probably the split would be 70% in the lake, 30% in the river, what line would you pick? Well, that's a good question. And unfortunately for Ethan, um, you know, if you want to be successful on that lake, which is 70% of your time, you've got to go with a, a type six, a fast sinking line, either a 350, 300 grain, 350 grain, if you're going by grains or at least a type six. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the, uh, of the, of the Cy Angler 357 hover line. I love that. I love that line. It's a fast sinking line and it does really, really well. Unfortunately, for river fishing, unless you're fishing in a six or an eight foot hole, you know, if you're fishing a river that's three to four feet deep, that line is probably going to get you snagged more often than not. You're going to have to cast that line out and start your retrieve immediately. I would prefer to go with a type three sink tip on a river. So unfortunately, you know, fly lines, Marvin, are like boats. There's not one boat that does it all. As you know, every man should own at least three boats. And, and you should own three, three fly lines and one should be a fast sink. One should be a slow sink. And then one should be probably a float. But given the choice for Ethan's question, I, I, I'd go with the, with the fast sinking type six, um, for, for the lake, since that's going to be 70% of his fishing. Got it. And, you know, what are your feelings? I know some people have a real love hate relationship with interchangeable heads, uh, on fly lines and, uh, are you a lover or are you a hater? You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hater. I just don't like the way they cast as well. Now for a sinking line, it doesn't matter for a fast sinking line because a fast sinking line, as you know, um, they cast like, like, you know, like crap anyway. It's just, you're just launching it and it's all going to land in a pile sometimes likely, you know, so that your idea of an interchangeable head probably would be a good idea for what he's doing because you could easily change from a type six to a type three and stay in the game. Um, I just think a type six is going to be a little fast for that river system. If he's fishing a river that's, you know, generally most striper rivers were thrown to the bank. We're throwing right up on the bank in, you know, two, two and a half feet of water. And that type six is going to be a little heavy for that. But uh, an interchangeable head would probably be a good uh, good choice. Ethan, you should have asked Marvin the question. Oh, no. I, I know Ethan very well, and I know where he's fishing. He's fishing on Smith Mountain Lake, and he's probably uh, fishing the Roanoke and the Stanton River. So, Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for, the, for most river fishing, I like an intermediate or a type 3. And for, for, for impoundment fishing, I like either a type 6 or an intermediate, one or the other. And, you know... It just depends what the fish are doing. If I'm not seeing the fish, you know, rolling on the surface, then I'm likely throwing a type six. If I am seeing them rolling on the surface, I'm throwing an intermediate. Or if I see the birds diving and no fish on top, I may throw the intermediate there as well. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, you really need two lines for, for striper fishing. Yeah, got it. And, you know, folks, we love questions. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. If we use your question... I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you'll get into a drawing uh, for a copy of Henry's new book. And we're going to draw for that at the end of 
I guess, the spring striper season. And uh, before I uh, let you hop, Henry, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and get out on the water with you? Well, they can give us a shout at 678-513-1934. We're here in uh, in Lake Lanier and uh, just north of Atlanta. and Or they can go to www.henrycowanflyfishing.com. Um, and just remember the book, uh, Fly Fishing for Freshwater Stripers is the name of the new book that's out. And that thing will give you all the information you need to know, including gear and tackle and all that stuff. Um, that'll answer all the questions if, uh, if you don't want to spend the money to go on a guide trip. Yeah. And, and it works everywhere. And it works everywhere. <laughs> it works everywhere. You know, Marvin, it even works for the guys casting short sticks with, uh, conventional, uh, you know, conventional reels on it. Yeah. You know, those patterns that we mentioned are, are, you know, they're universal. It doesn't matter whether you're fly fishing or you're conventional gear fishing. The pattern is the pattern. There you go. And you know, folks, uh, fishing is going to be good the next week to 10 days. So you owe it to yourself to get out and catch a few. Yeah, you can take, 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 take advantage of the moon. Absolutely. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Henry. Thanks, buddy. Speak to you soon. <laughs>